it ain't big and it ain't sexy. And that's the thing, you know, we, we talk about shiny object syndrome a lot, but it's just so prevalent, you know, like hormones or whoever jumps onto something and then everyone else jumps on it too. And they spend all their time doing that and they realize, oh, well, all the time I spent doing that, my till isn't ringing like it was last month. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Stay Hungry podcast. It's Joel and Andy today, and we're talking about the benefits of marketing training. Hello. How are you? How the devil are you? That was a very <laughs> succinct title about talking about marketing training. We're basically here to totally pitch our new service. Yeah, right? but you know, you got to hook people in first. Oh, don't be like one of these clever marketers. Clever marketers. Yeah, well, yeah, no, we want to talk about the Marketing Academy, which is, um, if you know our business, is the evolution of... Andy and Joel, um, which was essentially where we taught people how to do some of their own marketing, taught them the techniques around copyright and ads, blah, blah, blah. Um, and we're bringing that under the code break umbrella because we've been doing more on that side of the business. And we know a lot of hungry small business owners that would really benefit from knowing things that other agencies, other gurus don't share. It's supply and demand, really, isn't it? That we're seeing more and more people want to know how to get better results from doing their marketing themselves. Um, and so it's like, well, let's, let's double down on that. Because like you say, there are uh, lots of business owners who, for whatever reason, might not want to outsource stuff. They want to control yep. it, whatever. It, they think they can save money, whatever it might, it might be. But they realise, well, actually, it's taking me shitloads of time posting on bloody Twitbook or whatever. It's not, it's not making the till ring. Um, maybe, there, maybe there are some guy Xbook. Maybe, Xbook yeah. That sounds cool. Maybe there are some guys who can help me. So we've launched, we formalised everything, um, and have launched a ninety-day online group program. But this yeah. is teaching, not coaching. Got to be fucking clear about that. Yeah, because so, there is a difference, John. Well, do you want me to explain? Yes, go on there. In layman's terms. So, so in layman's terms, a coach helps you find the answer. They help you get the performance you need. A teacher shows you what to do and how to do it so if you like being told what to do <laughs> visit codebreak.co.uk yeah um there's loads of coaches out there some amazing coaches some shit coaches that we're not trying to get in on that uh we want to we got a great coach we want to share our expertise we want to showcase what's worked for us and hundreds of businesses that we've helped for businesses that perhaps like you say wouldn't wouldn't spend the money to outsource it and feel confident that they still had control, I think is the fair way to put it. You know, a, a lot of mentors to small businesses, particularly businesses under the sort of half million pound turnover mark, will literally say marketing's too important to outsource. I don't fully agree with that because it can also be like a time monster and just eat your time. But there is there's such a correlation between your marketing spend and your revenue that if you haven't got that close connection yeah. yeah absolutely i guess and we've got the advantage that we don't just teach we do obviously the main bulk of the co-break business is done for you yeah um so everything we'll be sharing in the program is not theory it's stuff that we have implemented for real businesses just like the business owners listen to this podcast. Yeah. It's not theory. There's no guru talk. We will not be sharing anything we haven't deployed ourselves. Yeah. And to sort of reiterate that, across the last couple of years, we've literally 
on our own and other people's businesses combined spent millions of pounds on marketing. So we tested and measured the latest techniques, be it in ads, be it landing pages, be it funnels, be it um, short form email campaigns, SMS campaigns. We, we've got quite a lot to share and, and it kind of, it, I guess it flows on from, we launched the book three years ago now, which is mad, isn't it? And this is taking that and making it like ultra useful for the business owner. Oh, what was that feedback we got from um, that lady on holiday the other day, just, just thanking us for the book, that how it laid out step by step how to do basically our marketing that sells formula. Um, and it's almost like this, we love training, we love helping people, we love doing the work, but getting people to our office and so we'll do a full day workshop with them, doing the the online coaching sorry the online training can't see i've been i've been surrounded by coaches so fucking long i just say coaching all the time um it's 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 fulfilling to be honest and it's fun like being able to teach people and seeing them get the results that they want through their own efforts and see how much time we can save because like you say making money of course that's great that's what we want to do but you don't want to be spending like 23 hours a day grinding to earn that money yeah and like even the bigger businesses, right? We we've worked with business owners that just want to make sure they're not having the wool pulled over their eyes. They want to understand the fundamentals mm. because it's you know it's really easy for an agency or you know a, a freelancer to say, "Oh, your ROAS is really good at the moment." Well, what the fuck's that? Or you need to improve your CTR, or you, you're not really you know top of your funnel's not really wide enough you're not you're not bringing enough people through and so the bottom of your funnel's not not working well what does that mean like you can say all these Mm -hmm. terms and acronyms and it's like well just give it me simply okay you're not actually your ad budget's too low you're never going to get the return you want or um your copy's not hooking people in or your visuals are too plain or you're trying to look hyper polished like a Coca-Cola or a McDonald's or a Nike, but you're not playing in that pond. You need to take a different, like real basic fundamentals of marketing that that are important for a business no matter what size you are. Yeah, absolutely. And I think because so many business owners are getting distracted by the next shiny thing, they forget about those fundamentals. Yeah. You know, the principles of marketing, market message media, which essentially is the framework for our 90-day program. Month one is look at markets, month two, message, and month three, media. Um it's looking at the the principles that will always stand you in good stead because yeah they'll they'll there'll be another new social media platform that everyone will go to or at least go to for a few weeks but as long as you approach it with these three fundamentals in mind you've got the greatest chance of it succeeding yeah because i'd say most businesses we see whose marketing fails it's because of just a or well, partly a lack of knowledge but a lack of consistent implementation they're yeah. just always getting distracted by other stuff they're forever trying to fool the algorithms by changing their content all right it's three hashtags at the moment no it's seven no it's ten it's long form at the moment no it's short form they're just forever trying to play the algorithm and they're just becoming full-time content creators which is maybe what some people want but other people they're like well actually i'd 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 rather spend a bit more time with my kids and that's that's the crucial thing it's for you know we want to help people who are not getting the results they want or they are but it's just too fucking painful and maybe they're questioning is there a better way to get these results? Yeah, and, you know, the way we work, we're very much uh, in favour of 
buying a customer. You've got to be willing to spend money to acquire a customer. However, we we also completely appreciate there are businesses out there that would rather spend time to acquire a customer. But time is finite. Mm-hmm. So we can either help you help show you how to spend an amount of money you'd be happy with to buy a customer or help you reduce the amount of time you're spending investing time to get a customer. And that's like, you know, to, to give a simple example, compounding. So content compounding is where you take one source of content, could be a blog, could be a video, could be press release, and you turn it into 30 other pieces of content in a short amount of time. That's a really useful technique to save you a lot of time. I'm not going to tell you how to do it. If you want to know how to do it, you've got to join the program. But it's things like that that I think most business owners don't get told about because they're too busy being told about here's how to do a five-day challenge or um, here's the latest technique to persuade someone to buy from you on a sales call. Like these kind of things that are actually... When you look when you look at the fun the fundamentals of business versus these techniques, running a challenge or becoming a, an incredible salesperson takes time and effort. It takes real skill, and there's quite a bit that comes before that. And like a challenge or a sales call is they're just two types of tripwire in your in your sales journey for your business. It might be that your business is better suited to like an audit tripwire where you audit something in that business and there's an excuse to have a conversation. It could be a scorecard, could be a webinar, could be uh, direct mail. There could be so many different ways that you create that sales tripwire in your business that you just won't have thought about because every YouTube video you see is telling you to do one thing. Yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, don't get us wrong, we're big fans of organic content. Your ads will work better if your organic's in a good place. But there's so many gurus out there just telling you, oh, you just need to post more often. You just need to do more reels. You need to do this. And, of course, that can work. But some people, they they don't want to wait three, four, five years. Some people, they, they can't wait. They've got fucking dependence. Um, so you can build a business on organic marketing, on hustling. You know, we built our first businesses, as you know, on phone calls, driving to meetings, working evenings, working weekends. But fucking hell, how much longer could we have carried on doing that before burning out? There are better ways. And, you know, it's a corny phrase about, you know, don't work harder, work smarter. But there are easier ways to get the results you want. And what we want to do in these 90 days is strip marketing down to those principles and techniques, tactics, processes, yeah, a bit of AI and automation, that will make not just the results better, but your life easier, yeah. so you can do more of what you want. That's that's the big one. It's like we want to work with business owners that, yes, perhaps they want to make more money, um, as most growing businesses should, but they they also want to be able to enjoy their life. They whether that's time with family, whether that's you know having a more structured day, whether that's feeling like they can fit their exercise in all all the all the things you wouldn't think about when it comes to marketing that your marketing efforts are eating into yeah so like i've met business owners of businesses literally 400 grand businesses who was like oh how did you get on today i had a really good day i wrote a blog what else you do oh no like to write a decent blog it takes me all day Mm. well you're not going to scale at that speed and 
and also like I don't want you to spend seven hours writing a blog. I, I, it would be way better if I could show you how to do that in an hour and go and spend six times six hours with your kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, there there's a lot of fulfillment in it for me and you in terms of helping people grow their businesses. I, like obviously that is enjoyable, but it's even better when people send us like a message whilst they're on the beach with their family or whatever that's yeah like you, that's when you know it's clicking yeah because yeah. i mean there is so much bullshit in marketing and obviously everyone's a guru everyone's an expert on on instagram and sometimes it's hard to differentiate the two because sometimes the jargon all those cool words all the three letter abbreviations they may sound cool but when it comes to actually learning shit like that is it going to make the till ring? Mm. Is it going to make your life easier? Um, and again, which is why we just keep banging on the point, banging on the same point that because we run a done for you agency, we can teach you stuff that works. No point like spouting theory from the safety of a stage, stuff that might sound cool. Okay, great. But have you actually deployed that yourself to help someone? Yeah. And if the answer is no, uh, it might work, but some of the nuances, the realities, the practicalities, Will it work for a lot of people? Nah, maybe not. Mm. Yes, that's the the thing that you don't get when you sign up to one of these template online things of like, here's how to run a challenge, for example. They're not assessing whether that is suited to you or your business. Or and I don't want to keep bashing challenges. There'll be, there will be people that join the Marketing Academy where a challenge is the best thing they, they could do well, yeah. yeah but it's it could be anything it could be should, should i be making more cold calls well no if your telephone manner is dog shit and you're not a particularly personable person i don't think cold calls is the tactic you should use you probably need to come up with a lead magnet or mm-hmm. whatever it might be and i i really think we've had this spell since covid where people have been absolutely bombarded with this is the way to grow your business then this is the way to grow your business and then this is the way to grow your business and it's like well they're all born out of the same fundamentals they're just different tactics and once you know the fundamentals you can decide which tactics are for you and like to use a sports analogy if two teams play against each other they play their tr- the objective is the same to like let's in football let's put the ball in the goal is the objective but they'll be using different tactics to achieve it based on the personnel that they've got. Yeah. And I don't think we've really seen many programs that actually factor that in. And I think, I mean, we talk about attention span, you know, attention. Some people say attention is a currency of marketing. It's getting harder to, to attract and, and then retain someone's attention. But I think part of the reason that gurus have to keep coming up with new stuff is because, again, people just, they get bored. All right, I'm do, I'm, this is how to do a reel at the moment, right? Then in two weeks' time, shit, I've done the reels. What can? Oh, right, you need to be you need to be on X, and then oh, you need to be on Threads, and now you need to be doing videos like this because things have changed. And it's co- all those little dopamine hints constantly. Like, yeah, I think you're helping, but maybe there are people out there getting confused because like, well, fucking, hell, I thought I had to do it this way. Now you're saying I have to do it that way because Instagram's changed how it works, and it's like, well, fucking hell, it it, and- it can be it can be a real drain. Like, to be clear, the platforms do that on purpose as well. Like, it's nothing to do with marketing. It's all to do with eyes on the screen. So the platform changes the algorithm to make you have to spend more effort and time mm. 
so you spend more time on their app and so they learn more about you and so that's not what the marketing academy is about we're not about satisfying the algorithm we're about understanding the fundamentals that allow you to then go and decide what to do for yourself so and that might be satisfying the algorithm the tactic might be actually i need to stay on top of the Mm -hmm, algorithm mm -hmm. but it yeah it's really it's really hard for people when they're being told no this is the only way this is going to work for you no this is the only way this is going to work for you and but they don't fundamentally know why and and i find that it's quite sad really that that I'll meet businesses and I'll, I'll be like, okay, well, what's um, like your marketing efficiency ratio, which is a is a wanky term, but it just basically means what's your revenue versus your marketing spend. Mm-hmm. And they don't know. And they're like, but my agency says that my ROI is really good. I'm like, well, is it? What's really good in terms of, of your, what's, what are your margins? Like, and, and I, and I can see like the enthusiasm drain out of them. They they've enjoyed yeah, being yeah. part of something. They've enjoyed giving this agency money and and like you say, the dopamine hit of the phone call from the account manager to say, "Oh, this is really good." But when it comes down to it, their business is no further forward than it was a year ago. Mm-hmm. And I just don't want that for people. Yeah. There's still lots of talk out there about clicks and hits and stuff, and lots of. You know, okay metrics, but ultimately still vanity metrics. Mm. You know, I know we joke about like try going into Tesco's and trying to buy food with some likes. You know, like likes are nice and they're great, and yeah, of course you want lots of likes in your content. But if none of them like ever turn into customers, well, that's probably time that you could have at least invested part of it elsewhere. Mm. You know, we're in the game of direct response marketing. Right, this is what I've done with my time. This is what I want out of it, or this is what I've gotten out of it. Um, so on the program, you know, we'll be looking at organic social media but we'll be drilling deep into ads which obviously you can scale and like you've already said if you if you can't afford to pay to acquire a new customer you probably haven't got a scalable and a sustainable business we'll look at copywriting we'll look at ai we'll look at email marketing sales funnels landing pages getting your website to convert better we'll all do it but following a structured process so rather than being a program you can just join whenever and shit i just had to find my way around then it's a program that launches on specific dates and there's a structured process to what we'll be sharing. Simple, step-by-step learning. And then you know you even leave with a certification in certificate. Is that a word? Certification? Is that a word? I think you're just trying to say certificate, but that is Certi- a word. Certification? Certification. That's it. Is I'm pronouncing it wrong. A certification in advanced marketing fundamentals uh, always always good to know that you've you've got something out of it but ultimately the proof will be in the pudding what you want out of it is better results for your marketing in less time yeah and that's what we want to do because there's just so much to share but again unless it's you know was einstein said you know unless you can explain it to a six-year-old you don't understand it well enough um so whether you're brand new to business whether you're an established massive business this will be step-by-step learning because it's, it's the KISS principle, really, isn't it? Keep it super simple. Yeah, it used to be keep it simple, stupid, but then that became offensive, so it was changed to keep it super simple. Yeah. What? I'm pretty sure, yeah, keep it simple, What's the five stupid. poor, five Ps? Piss poor performance. Prevent something. Yeah. I don't like that. Piss. Yeah, probably can't say piss now anyway. Prior planning prevents piss poor performance or something. Six P's. Bloody maybe, hell, right, okay. Yeah, there'll be none of that. Uh, yeah, yeah, so... It's quite um, good, that one, though. 
you know we're just gonna be sat here now thinking what are the six p's um yes yeah, so there's lots of information to share really excited about it um but that side is going so well there's such a demand for it at the moment that we're only going to be taking on done for you work now through recommendation mm. um whilst we double down on the academy so yeah. we're still offered done for you but we ain't going to be marketing it yeah well yeah and i, I mean it's it's been a little while since we've directly marketed the done for you services anyway, hasn't it? And essentially we 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 love what we do. We love having our finger on the pulse. We've got some incredible clients, but we'd rather only work with the ones that we really want to work with. <laughs> so. And there's no getting around the the fact that, you know, things are going up in price. So what you used to be able to do for 10, 15, 20 quid a day on Facebook. Those days are gone. So for done for you, need to be recommended, and you'll need to have a certain budget as well. Because otherwise, yeah. just trying to perform miracles, you know, when when you haven't got enough budget to play with, it's just a painful place to be. Yeah, and like... Jesus could feed 5,000 with like two loaves and five fishes all the way <laughs> so around. So bitter, though. <laughs> we ain't Jesus. But it's, yeah. You... you do need a haircut, though, John. Oh, I've got a hat on. How do you know? Might have shaved it all off. I can tell by the sides. Yeah. No, it's an egg in a nest. <laughs> You're going to go to New Barber at the road? We'll see. I... What's the price now? What's the going rate for a haircut? In Shrewsbury? Mm. About 25 quid, I think. Yeah, what did I pay yesterday? About 22. So I sort mm. of... Then this is a tangent, but it's interesting. And, and will apply to the Marketing Academy somehow. I'll get there. I sort of grew up in an environment where, like... Uh, a short back and sides was like six or seven quid. And you, you went and you couldn't book an appointment. You just went and sat and, mm. you know, there was two old blokes in front of you. And for whatever reason, even though they had no hair, their haircuts took about half an hour. <laughs> that was kind of, that was, and there, it wasn't like, it wasn't choice either. It wasn't like you could go to a, it, there was one barber in the town I grew up in and that's what it, that's what it was. Um, and now we're in this like barber renaissance where like Shrewsbury seems to have about 40 barbers mm. and the prices range literally from about 10 quid a cut to 40 quid. And it's, it's a really interesting, like from a marketing standpoint, it's a really interesting thing that's happening where some have caught on that there's no money in the middle. So they've gone, mm -hmm. they've gone pricey. Um, some have decided to be at the bottom end of the market and then, like the, the experience has totally changed. So, like, I, I would say 20 years ago, you go into the barbers, it'd be someone with a broom and the barber. It was cash only. Mm -hmm. Read into that what you will. Yeah, um, still say a lot of barbers now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there was no bells and whistles. Like, often they'd ask you what you, where you're going on holiday this year. Then you'd have the same mm -hmm. conversation with them four weeks later, that kind of thing. And, and that was kind of it. Then maybe four or five years ago, you go to the barber and you might get offered a coffee. And I was like, oh, things are changing. Mm -hmm. And now some of these barber shops, they've got bloody whiskey fridges. They, um, It's a whole experience. They give you hot towels. They do that horrendous. Okay, now I clearly don't go to the same barbers you do. They do that horrendous thing with the cotton buds with wax on to pull your nose hairs out. What? You've def what? You've definitely seen that. I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm, I'm sure I texted you about this the other day. So it's not cotton buds. They're like lolly sticks. And they put hot wax on the lolly sticks and stick them oh. up your nose. goes hard and then they yank them out. 
That sounds like the most painful thing in the world. Well, I think you're exaggerating. I still use my dad, my old dad's uh, uh, nose trimmer. Well, we've had a conversation about that. Bloody well. you hell. can't share a nose trimmer. You're paying for that. I can't believe you've never seen that. Never seen it or heard it. I don't, don't want it Some either. people have their beard line waxed in there as well. Bloody hell. Here's a tip, though, marketing tip, if, if you are a barber or any business that you see people once a month. When they pay their bill, say, when shall I next book you in for? Pretty much every barber I've been to, they just let you walk out of there. Whereas I go and see my sports massage therapist. What does Sophie do? Opens up her diary. When should we next book you in for? Like clockwork. Brilliant. And guess what? I go and back And there's again. loads of business that applies to. And these, they, these, these are the kind of basics we'll talk about in the... Basics, but the overlooked by so how important. many? Yeah, so like my, um, my chimney sweep made this mistake. And I prompted him. So They're a weird bunch. So he was really hard to get hold of in the first place because he's always busy. Always up a chimney. Got him in. In my in my mind, it feels expensive, but he did a good job. So I, the value was there, so I can't complain. And then once it was done, I, you know, he was nice. He didn't make a mess. Um, I, I was impressed. I said to him, like, can I just get you booked in now because you're so busy? Like, I need to have this done every year anyway. He's like, oh, just give me a ring in six months. Bloody hell. Like, Come on. And we've had the same. Um, we've, wow. we've gone through three window cleaners in our new house. Oh, this might this might sound like me complaining, but it is marketing related. And all three of them, they come and clean our windows for a certain amount of time. They, they all want to be paid in cash. So it's like either you have to be there or you just pop round to their house and drop an envelope of cash off after after they're done, which I think is a mistake anyway. If they, if well, if, you have to go and take cash to them. Yeah, they don't come and collect it, yeah. I mean, this is literally okay, like well. a guy that lives over the road. Right. But um, A poor guy, I imagine. Well, I, I just don't understand why you wouldn't set up a like a monthly payment and, and, and agree whatever the package is. But all three of them, at some point, just just stopped coming. Yeah, I'm actually... So I, I know a girl, and her, her husband gave up his office job to start up a window cleaning business but he went at it properly had you'd love it had spreadsheets and everything um set up direct debit payments and turned up every month and i think a lot of people they start a business and they don't realize it's actually fucking hard work so when we um we were like um vetting new dog sitters and you know young young lady no pun um, intended (laughs) young lady um had lots been working for her Her mum was on board um, and I said, yeah, there seems to be dog sitters everywhere. She goes, they are, but I don't worry about them because they never last. Because they're out there walking dogs in the pouring rain. They got four dogs, but and they realise, shit, this isn't easy. Yeah, and and I bet window cleaning fucking hard. Yes, imagine in the winter, mm, like, it'd be hard. But I think, in terms of the marketing academy, the thing to think about if if this sounds up your street. Is these the sort of things where we can really provide value and help? These are the things that we we experience all the time with a number of different businesses, like the little tips, the little hints that can unlock a lot very quickly. They aren't sexy. They're not pointing at captions in reels on bloody TikTok or yeah, shit. yeah. We're not going to show you how to make all your videos look like Alex Hormozzi. It's like, yeah, I mean, like a barber or a window cleaner. I know how much value we can bring to those businesses just by helping them have a pricing structure, helping them 
take monthly recurring payments, helping them manage their diary, helping them uh, think things like um, a virtual PA, which for those mm-hmm. for those sort of businesses is is like mega. These sort of things that you just get overlooked because they're not shiny enough. They're not. They're yeah. not. They're not exciting enough. And actually, you know, I I'm thinking of one barber in particular at the moment that I know if I spent an hour with him a week within two months, I, I could triple his business. And that's not me blowing my own trumpet. That's just applying fundamentals to his business that I know will, will triple his business. Yeah. Now he's the, in, in this instance, he's the only barber in his business and I know he's got the capacity to triple and I know he lives an all right life now. Well, imagine if he had triple the income Yeah, because his costs won't go up. His costs will stay the same. So yeah, like I say, it's, it ain't big and it ain't sexy. And that's the thing, you know, we, we talk about shiny object syndrome a lot. But it's just so prevalent, you know, like hormones or whoever jumps onto something and then everyone else jumps on it too. And they spend all their time doing that and they realise, oh, well, all the time I spent doing that, my till isn't ringing like it was last month. Yeah. And that was something I was going to mention earlier is that you've got like, especially these massive gurus and like, don't get me wrong, like, I'm a big Alex Hormozzi fan, big Gary Vaynerchuk fan. But remember that they've monetized their content. So they're producing so much content and getting millions of views that it actually pays them. And that's, in terms of what they're doing online, that's where their revenue's coming from. <laughs> that, like, VaynerMedia are not getting new clients because of Gary Vaynerchuk's marketing output on x or tiktok i mean he would argue different but it'd be very hard to directly correlate that disney have suddenly decided to work with vayner media with mm-hmm. with that content output it it's a different thing what that content output does is it helps him with his positioning and he gets paid for that content now the positioning piece then may but have you got time to spend six years building your positioning yeah. to get your business going now? I appreciate, like, Hormozzi's a different kettle of fish. He was building businesses, and he got them to a certain point where he realized he needed to improve his positioning if he wanted to achieve his dream. So then he lent really, really hard into content and brand. But he already fundamentally had four or five businesses that were yeah, performing yeah, for yeah, him. Yeah. So he'd already done the fundamentals. Oh. Yeah, I mean, there are quite a few gurus. Well, I say gurus. We said gurus, but I mean, these are people who actually do. They're um, real gurus. They, it's not, they not, do walk yeah. the walk. They yeah, don't just yeah. talk the talk. Um, and ultimately, you know, you, you you can't really listen to people who don't have what you want. Yeah. And there are people out there who are um, maybe, is it, it's not marketing, it's, it's pure spin. You, you think they've got, a Lamborghini, but they've rented it or bought it. You think they've got a fancy office? You haven't. They, they've just like converted a corner of their kitchen. I'm not saying there's anything necessarily wrong with that, but to be honest, over the years we've been doing this so fucking long. That's just bullshit. We don't need so. So sometimes we know we've lost business because we're a bit too honest. But like yeah. I say, you know, people pay us for results. So if you ask us to critique your website, we won't just soft soap you. We might give you a bit of a shit sandwich, you know, tell you something good, tell you something bad, then tell you something good again. But our, our job is to be uh, not rude, but to be direct I, I, and be I, honest about what you need to do to make your boat go I, faster. I love those calls because 
uh, people that have spoken to me before will know this. I'll literally say on that Zoom or in that meeting, do you want to do this the quick way or the nice way? <laughs> and they're like, what do you mean? It's like, well, your website's shit. <laughs> it's because, and I completely, like, you have to judge the situation. There are some people that would not cope with that level mm-hmm. of bad news in one hit, but that's... Especially if they built their website themselves. Oh, yeah, I've had a bit of that I'm recently. So, so proud of this. Only took me three hundred hours. Yeah, I, I can't. Let's let's say they're a tree surgeon. They're not, but at least then they know they won't know I'm talking about them. I know a tree surgeon, inverted commas, who does ten jobs a week, and I was explaining to him that if he could just improve his overall appearance and um, the kind of like visual efficiency of the business. So is everything kind of consistent? He could probably raise his prices. And he's like, well, what do you mean raise your prices? And I'm like, well, for ease of maths, let's say he's 20 quid an hour. He's not. But I was like, imagine if you could charge £25 an hour. How many jobs do you do a week? 10, right? How many hours do those jobs take on average each? And well, four hours, Okay. So that's that's forty hours a week, where you'll make five pound more an hour. Yeah, I was like, well, that's two hundred pound a week extra. So I was like, that's eight hundred quid extra a month into your business. How much of a difference would that make? And he said, well, that would be all my insurance and fuel paid for. I like, well, okay, not humour me. What difference does that make for you day to day? He's like, well, massive, like that. That means that we could have a lovely family holiday every year. And they're, they're mm. the kind of like conversations that I really enjoy, where it's not like, how am I going to make my next million? Although, obviously, that is fun. But like, what's the difference between you killing yourself to make ends meet versus being able to take your wife and kids to Disney yeah, once a yeah. year? And like that, that's what's kind of spurred this on I, I think is is that like bit sick of seeing people slog it and slog it and slog it because someone's told them to and and that like hustle mentality the grind and yeah they're not, no happier for it their yeah. lives aren't any better for it yeah not everyone's David Goggins yeah you, yeah you don't have to be a martyr to your own business like if you want to get up at five have an ice bath and like you know, meditate and 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 work till ten o'clock at night. That's fine. Fill your boots. Um, but there are other people out there who just just maybe start questioning that. Right, the time I'm spending on marketing, am I spending that on the right things? Mm. What are the results I'm actually getting? Well, you know, I'm not really sure. I know I should be posting a reel a day, but what what has that done for me? And if you can't answer that, or you're not sure, and definitely consider joining the program yeah. because yet not everything in marketing can be measured to the nth degree but to, to finish the day and know that you have um, made the till ring or you have improved your positioning you have closed a sale you have launched a new ad that you know is going to generate a great return on investment for you that's stuff that like fucking hell right I can go home see my family and kids and think yeah shit I've, I've had a good day rather than just another day of grind I'm not sure whether I'm any close to my goals or not. Yeah, and 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 then like on top of that, compounded with having the systems and processes in place, that if you wanted to take a half day on a Wednesday, 
the till will ring whether you're there or not. The like the window cleaner example, such a such an obvious example, but there is a risk that that guy's not going to get paid because he's relying on the customer bringing him his money. I mean, bloody! I mean, I thought it's bad with our window cleaner. If we're not in, he just pops a note in saying fifteen quid or whatever, um, and and we like. Oh, well, God, we used to send him a cheque, but now he's on back. So, yeah, so he can back him the money. But I bet not everyone backs him the money quickly. So he's there then having to chase the money and they haven't paid and all that kind of shit. It's like, yeah. we could save you a whole load of pain without reinventing the wheel. But those simple things done well, like you say, the compound effect will make a massive difference, um, not just to your business, but but to the way you fucking live. Yeah, and the same fundamentals, because I appreciate we've talked about uh, a lot of quite similar businesses, but the same fundamentals apply to accountants. They apply to car dealerships. They apply to clothes brands. It's like I we've talked about it on other podcasts, but the th- I've seen accountants apply marketing fundamentals to their business and dramatically change the performance of their business purely because. It's an industry where a lot of people are set in their ways, so you can create a lot oh, of disruption. God, yeah. Uh, I mean, the six words that will kill any business. We've always done it this way. I was talking to a dog. She a dog trainer. Um, You're talking to a dog. You just said. I talk to dogs <laughs> all the time, um, and and she was struggling with no shows. I said, "Well, you know, charge a deposit. You know, if you cancel within forty eight hours, you don't get it back. That'll sort the wheat out." Oh, I can't do that. No, sorry. I was like, "Okay, well, do you mind me asking why?" Um, uh, well, just no one really in my industry would, would think of doing that. I saw loads of other industries do it, like maybe it's barbers, maybe it's beauticians, whatever yeah, it yeah. might be. Take some money up front. Or hold their card details, well, do something. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, that's you're a busy person. So if they don't turn up, you twiddle your thumbs for now. They've let you down. You are running a business, not a charity. So at least try and be open to a different way of yeah. thinking. Just because something in your industry has always been done a certain way, the way we see it, see it is, like you said, well, that's a fucking opportunity and, to disrupt things. And without giving too much away, you shouldn't be thinking about our industry has always done done it that way. It's The question to ask is, would our consumer accept this? And deposits now happen across... People are now quite willing to pay for things before they receive them, like with, with online shopping mm. and stuff. If you just said to like my grandparents' generation, <laughs> I get I get you a new toaster and like before Prime, but it won't come for two weeks. But you've got to pay for it now. <laughs> no chance. Yeah. But then that became normal. Mm-hmm. And and now people pay for things that they're not gonna do for a year. It's like you have to would my would the consumer be willing to do that? Look at what other industries have done to successfully protect themselves, and then and see if you could apply it to yours. I completely appreciate that maybe if you're a barber, you can't expect people to pay for their next three years of haircuts, but they might be willing to pay for the next six months of haircuts. You won't know until you ask. Yeah, absolutely. So how do people join the program to find out all sorts of cool stuff like this and train themselves how to how to get a certificate in advanced marketing fundamentals? So obviously keep an eye on our socials uh, at Cobra Crew. That's easy enough. Uh, visit cobra.co.uk and look out for ads targeting you <laughs> to get you in. But yeah, it's, it's real simple. Uh, you'll be taken to a landing page. You'll see exactly what we're about, what happens in the 12 weeks, what you get, like very, very trice 
price transparent and um, click the link, sign up, you're in, you'll be dealing with us too and some of the crew. Excellent, cool.